Greetings and welcome to Java Crew. I'm your host. We've got kind of an eclectic blend of information today. First up, this guy has an Akai energy drink, and he's saying that, you know, Americans drink 400 million cups of coffee a day, and they're going to try to give just a small dosing of caffeine using these energy drinks. More on them later. Now, here's one. This is the, we've reported on this one before about Starbucks and others are trying to fight the California lawsuit and the Surgeon General down there says they may have to have a uh, kick off some kind of a program where coffee is labeled, it could cause get cancer off the thing, warning labels, and actually have the word cancer on the label. Now I reported this, I learned something this morning doing my research. Coffee beans that contain low levels of acrylamide, a carcinogen, CERT, claims in the court paper, now CERT, C-E-R-T, that's that Council for Education Research. I thought that was a legitimate deal. I thought, yeah, maybe there's some guys, you know, somehow they pawned themselves off as being uh, part of the physicians group, kind of friends of physicians. However, CERT doesn't have a website. You hear this? No website for CERT, and they share the same address as the Metzger Law Group. You talk about a bunch of dirty birds working together, man. Come on, man. That's not right to not have a website and we have a law group is, is, is front getting this thing going like this. Slapping warning labels on coffee would result in a feeding frenzy for the plaintiff's bar, said Joe DiRupio, a National Coffee Association spokesman. Now the truth is coming out, the, the attorneys are involved. Hey, let's go to something else. This says that, uh, I'm looking at this coffee, it says there's been a lot of changes around um, uh, the Amazon around Whole Foods since Amazon took them over. Prices have gone down and this and that. Well, I've been out there yesterday and the prices had not gone down. But there's this new coffee and I'm looking at it. There, it comes in like those single service wine deals. It's like a carton with a twist off plastic cap. It's called Bulletproof Coffee. It was not down there yesterday when I checked. Now this stuff is, hang on to your hats here. Bulletproof Coffee is a high fat coffee that's been blended with butter and oil. And followers of the Bulletproof Diet claim it's good for you. Bulletproof fans believe that the butterfat content will slow the time it takes for your body to metabolize the coffee. It means there's less of a crash for you at the end of the day. How you're going to lose weight having less of a crash at the end of the day, I don't know. Now, Dave Asprey's behind this. He's the CEO of Bulletproof Coffee. Now, he says he brought this drink to us from Tibet. And Asprey claims when he first tried it, it had a serious effect on his health. It really helped him. He felt more mental clarity. Yeah, he's probably got his whole thing riding on the success of this deal. Of course, he's got mental clarity. Now, not everyone, of course, agrees with Asprey's health claims. They're saying high saturated fat content is what mo concerns most of the skeptics. Now, Asprey claims that he's perfected the recipe. You know, I don't, I don't want to use bad words against this guy. Maybe it's great. You know, I may be changing my tune if I can get some of it in the next couple of days. Oh, wait a minute. Maybe I have to get a loan. This stuff is $4.99 for one little drink. So, Dave Asprey, good luck. Whole Foods, good luck making your money. Amazon, good luck making your money. Next up, cops sling donuts and coffee for a good cause. Now, this everyone's getting in on this police bandwagon now. For Council Bluffs Police Sergeant Ron Abers, it was a bit of a tight squeeze morning as he was handing out donuts and coffee in a drive through window. It wasn't made for big, big Ron's height. He was too big. He says he hit his head <laughs> about 20 times, said Alberts with a laugh. Now, that morning, local officers took part in the national Cop on a Rooftop event at Dunkin' Donuts locations to raise money for the Special Olympics. Sergeant Corey Woodward stirred at the drive through accepting donations from drivers. Officers elsewhere in the metro area were doing the same thing, and the hashtag was Coffee on a Rooftop.
The officers were content with doing this, says Chief Tim Carmody. Albers added that he was he was willing to go up on the roof. He says, I'm not scared, but there was no place for him up there. Uh, he says, plus there were donuts. So everybody had a good laugh, and it was, by all events, it went good. Now, Jeannie Anizario, the general manager at Bluff Dunkin' Donuts, she says that it was the first time she's done this with the cops at her location. She says staff had a good time. Officers were on hand to pass out the coffee, and she, they raised about $500 or so. Next up, Starbucks new product. Now, part of this we've covered before. Two new Starbucks products prove they're eager to stay ahead of the competition. Now, Starbucks say they have trained themselves to stay ahead of the game. They talk about uh, rainbow, unicorn, dragons, mango, and oranges. By the way, there's unicorn. I'll cover this later. That's mentioned in the Bible like five different times, the word unicorn. I've won a lot of bets on that. And we're talking the old King James Version, by the way. Anyway, I return to test, to text. They call it a sarcastic departure. is only slightly off. Now, their latest innovation is, we've talked about before, it's that whiskey coffee. But the one I want to talk to you about now is called the Nitro Frito Cold Brew. I guess in uh, Frito to them means very, very cold. And they've got this device. It's almost like a beer deal. And what it does, uh, of course, in Italian, Frito means cold. They have this signature cold brew coffee. It's infused with dark caramel, served with a nitro draft tap. That's what I was looking for. The kicker here is the cold foam that tops the drink. Now, the head of research and development over at Starbucks says that the cold foam adds to the natural creaminess of the nitro cold brew leaving your lips with a slightly sweet, dark caramel flavor while still allowing the coffee to shine through. Okay, velvet textures and dark caramels with a caffeine kick. It feels like a win, he says. Now, their second big rollout, I've talked about this before, is the whiskey barrel-aged coffee. Starbucks is seeking green coffee beans, housing them in freshly used whiskey barrels for weeks while hand-rotating the beans. We'll see where this is uh, a year from now. And, you know, we wish everybody well. Now, you can order this whiskey-aged barrel brew, and you already have it served straight up. And uh, the whiskey barrel-aged cold brew will be served in a rocks glass with a large ice cube. So they're really getting trendy on this stuff. Now, there's one here. Uh, the, the guy that makes those throwaway cups, this is kind of a sad one. You've seen these little uh, small, about the size of a golf ball, plastic host coffee, and it's made out of PVC, polyvinyl chloride type of product sometimes plastic membrane they're all over the place the guy is really feeling bad about it in fact he likens himself to and i'm i'm reading this i'm not even making this up i've got no axe to grind with this guy he, he says he made a mistake he says like julius oppenheimer the guy who rushed the production of the a-bomb and then he famously in public said to uh, harry truman at the time that he had quote blood on his hands now sylvia and this guy is really it's he's crushed him apparently he's he's regretted this invest uh, invention of his there's a couple of photographs here of just terrible landfills, all kinds of those. It's probably next to a coffee shop, all kinds of those uh, little containers. It's, it's sad. These are things that happen. Now, let's, let's try to end on some good news, some fun news here. Now, this has been out for a while, back to the 1600s, 1700s. There's coffee was just, there's some written stuff on it. Now, the Dutch East India Coffee Company, uh, called the Dutch Reap and Extra Spoils from Their Invasion, they took over cultivation of small coffee crops, and then they brought them on in. So there it is. Next, a little-known factoid. Coffee overtakes beer as New York City fa City's favorite breakfast beverage in 1668. And what was happening, it wasn't problems with drunkenness. 
but uh, people just didn't want to go to that meeting if beer was being served. So when they had coffee with their breakfast, then everybody could show up. And then things went a lot better for people. Now, looking on this thing a little farther, in London, this was the interesting one I want to get to. Coffee was at the center of the war between the sexes. Women were barred from actually attending these coffee shops. And uh, they couldn't go to the pub. They couldn't drink coffee. So there was a real Donnybrook here. And they tried to link it to everything from sexual performance to guys losing their nerve and everything like that. And, of course, finally, the women finally won. Also, about 1683, uh, Charles II, he ordered all of England's coffee shops to be closed. That's right, boys, you're closing it right now. Well, it didn't work so very good for young Charles King. He, uh, 11 days later, he had to change his mind or they would have had his head. And lastly, uh, Johann Sebastian Bach, he got caught up in the coffee culture movement. And he composed a very humorous deal called the Coffee Cantata. He, the lyrics are supposed to be about a befuddled father who can't get his headstrong, strong, rebellious teenage daughter to kick the coffee habit. And they say it's based upon a real thing he had with his real daughter. And the composition may very well have been inspired by a, a, a fallout with his daughter. But that's something. I, I, it's called the Coffee Cantata, spelled C-A-N-T-A-T-A. -T -A. And if you want to look that up, they say you can get the lyrics to it. Folks, Lord bless, take care, and peace to all you guys. Uh, oh, the unicorn? Yeah. Uh, God brought them out of Egypt. Uh, he hath, as it were, the strength of unicorn. Let me read a couple more of them. Okay, and the second one, uh, God brought them out of Egypt. He hath, as it were, the strength of unicorn. He shall eat up the nations like enemies. Uh, Job, he's the guy that's said to make the oldest, like we call the trials of Job or the patience of Job, that guy said to be the oldest book of the Bible. He says, will the unicorn be willing to serve thee or abide in thy crib? That's actually from the book. Someone else is doing the talking, called the Lord. Uh, Canst thou bind the unicorn with his band in the furrow? No, you can answer is no. Next, will the unicorn be willing to serve thee? Next, can thou bind the unicorn again with a band? Next, he maketh them also to skip like a calf, Lebanon and Syrian, like a young unicorn. And lastly, but my horn shall exalt thou, excuse me, but my horn shalt thou exalt like the horn of unicorn. I shall be anointed with fresh oil. So there you have it. I mean, I would never bet money for people to do that to them. But when you get those old Bibles, not just as unicorn mentioned there, but like Oracle is mentioned several times in a real King James Bible. Spain is mentioned in there. India is mentioned in there. There's And, and, the, and the recipes, whoa, the food recipes and the drinks. Uh, there's not a whole lot of, other than wine and milk, uh, there's, there's not a whole lot in the Bible about, you know, the juices. There's a lot of juices mentioned like pomegranates. I, I have yet to uncover a deal where they've heated a beverage. Now, they do talk about mingled wine, uh, where they've actually heated a beverage and drank it back then. But, you know, it's, it's a big book, so I'll have to do some more research. Well, folks, thanks for stopping by. Uh, we may be doing a little bit different here on this stuff. Instead of just rapid fire giving you guys a machine gun delivery of, of different things, maybe going into an actual, like when this when I can get my hands on that coffee that's infused with fat down there, do a whole show on that, like how it's packaged, uh, freeze it, see if it makes a package burst or not, if they've done due diligence, things like that. Of course, I'll have to perform a taste test live. I'm talking right here, baby, with the microphone on. And if it stinks or tastes bad, uh, you'll be the first to know it. And if it changes my mind, if, assuming I can get my hands on it, and some of it has a collagen package in it I forgot to tell you about, uh, I'll, if I say, hey, it, it tastes pretty good to me, uh, you know, like maybe I burp or something, like, whoa, that's, I don't think I'll be doing that again. We're going to go all through that. 
And you know what? If I lose weight on it, I'll say, you know what? This guy for this, I'll have to apologize right here online and say that guy Albers, whatever his name was, he got a Tibetan recipe. I didn't maybe process the information right, and look at me, I've just lost a bunch of weight. However, if it's a con, and this thing tastes like a greasy spoon, you know what I'm saying? Like you go and you order some greasy uh, hash browns at a truck driver's place, and I have to let my belt out another notch after drinking four or five or eight or ten of these things, then I'm going to report that too. It's, that's what we might go to here. The part is we don't want to become end sarcastic. We want to end up on an upbeat note or have something good about coffee. I can't think of that lady. She left a nice thing here on the show here the other day, Coffee Courage, I believe it was. But she has a great positive outlook, upbeat, talks about getting people positive, a good voice modulation. Gee, she could probably do voiceover work. So that's that's kind of a, a good model. You know, if I have to talk about the PVC polyvinyl chloride residue in a cup and it's causing problems, it's linked to birth defects, that, that kind of stuff can get kind of old after a while. I mean, you know, it's a it's a dirty job, but somebody has to do it, I guess. So anyway, those are just some things we're kicking around right now. I'm having some real trouble with the app here at this anchor. Real stability problems with this. It's no not anywhere near as stable as it was. Uh, there's been a couple of microphones have kind of popped a little bit. The things have, I've lost two or three episodes. That's never happened before. It's frozen, uh, hanging up. I don't know what's going on there. I wish him well. I'm not complaining. You know, if I can help him, I will. I'm still a, uh, I guess you call it an anchor chain or whatever, somebody who supports the anchor podcasting. And uh, I think you guys are too. I want to thank all of you for the good comments. You know, uh, this is not the kind of news you get everywhere. Number one, I don't have an axe to grind, really. Two, I'm not taking money from everybody. Three, this is pure news because I don't have any advertisers. So you're just getting a report an analysis, a chemical composition, maybe some background noise on the on the what we're reporting, and that's it. And you get to decide. But if something goes wrong, we're going to let you know about it because we don't have to appease advertisers. Is what I'm getting at. We don't. I don't have to be afraid to go back down to Whole Foods or whatever because you know they're angry because I did a report or something. Whatever happens, we're going to reveal it and we'll move on from there. Folks, take care. God bless all of you, and don't forget those unicorns of the Bible. Go ahead, read about them just for fun. Bye for now.